1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple.
3: Here's Josh Vernier. Yeah, well, we had fun yesterday, didn't we, Royals fans? Boy, oh boy, it is a final from Minneapolis. Royals fall in the finale by four. And it really wasn't even that close. 8-4 the final score. It, you know, The ninth inning made it interesting somewhat. Uh, but Brady Singer has the worst start of his career. And just didn't give his team a chance to win. Very disappointing. Uh, really the story of the game. Brady Singer gives up eight earned runs. And records eight outs. In a game that I was... Juiced, juiced for to see Singer and Sonny go at it. Sonny Gray held up his end of the bargain. Brady Singer did not. I know there's no one more disappointed than Brady. Um, So uh, no, no need to, to make, you know, you, you want to say no need to make too much of it. But then you look at the rest of this rotation right now. And you think, boy, if 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 Singer isn't our parachute, if, if Singer's not the guy that we can turn to every fifth day and say, save us, stop the bleeding, give us a chance to win, well then, you know, who can you? Brady Singer with an ERA north of eight through six starts this season. 29 and two-thirds innings pitched. 29 strikeouts, 28 earned runs. Six starts for Brady Singer. And you look at the rest of the rotation. Granke, ERA north of six. Jordan Lyles, ERA north of six. We're going to see Ryan Yarbrough try and trick the Baltimore Orioles coming up on Tuesday night. And the guy with the best ERA, it appears to be a mirage with Brad Keller. You, you can't convince me that a guy that has 24 strikeouts and 24 walks can proudly boast his sub-4 ERA. Yeah, just, just a very disappointing afternoon at the ballpark today when you get that type of performance from Brady Singer. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913 586 7610, that's also the J Southland Tow Service text line, just shoot us a text at 913-586-7610. So the boys now board a flight for Kansas City, they enjoy an off day tomorrow at home and then open up a 10 game homestand Tuesday night and look, the 10 game road trip, the longest as far as games are concerned, the longest of the season, it ends with a record that we expected. I was asked by one of you uh, when when this thing started. What what is my expectation? What are you hoping for in these ten games? And and it was a win in every city. Give me a win in Anaheim. Give me a uh, win in Arizona. And give me a win in Minnesota. They did that. They met my expectation. But well. As we've all learned, the month of April has really lowered the bar. As far as it comes to our baseball team, this month of April, that ends with a record of 7-22. and The worst 29-game start to a season in franchise history, matching that of that pitiful 2006 ball club. But a 3-7 and seven road trip. They return home. You got Baltimore on Tuesday. And maybe this, well, I know this is me being just a sports radio guy, but I always think of, you know, like touch them all. I'm always thinking about the storylines, always thinking about what Bob and Josh are going to talk about or Cody and Gold, what's Seedock going to bring up on his show. What's the narrative going to be surrounding this ball club this week? Now, I'm not a complete idiot. I understand that tomorrow and Honestly, for quite a while, the Chiefs are going to dominate the conversation. The NFL Draft and us patting ourselves on the back in Kansas City for doing just an outstanding job of attracting more than 300,000 people to the draft. Now, I understand the Chiefs are going to garner the lion's share of the headlines, but will the Royals come up in, in your office, at your workplace, On your campus, at your school, wherever you may be on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Do the Royals puncture the conversation? Do they find themselves in there? 913-586-7610. This was my fear. This was everyone's fear. Was that the draft would show the Royals the door. As far as not even being front page, but being discussion worthy amongst you and your other sports loving friends I think you needed this one today you needed a strong effort from Brady Singer and you needed to win this game so when the Royals conversation does start to percolate on Tuesday that it's a hey a four and six road trip Singer looked good, the offense appears to be coming around. We could have some good vibes as a ten game homestand opens up, especially a homestand that is tagged with seven against the only two teams in the world that are as bad as you right now, and that's Oakland and Chicago. It's three with Baltimore, three with Oakland, and then four against Chicago. Nine one three five eight six seven six 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 Singer looked good. The offense appears to be coming around. We could have some good vibes as a 10-game homestand opens up, especially a homestand that is tagged with seven against the only two teams in the world that are as bad as you right now, and that's Oakland and Chicago. It's three with Baltimore, three with Oakland, and then four against Chicago. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Now listen, you know I, 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 you guys know me. You know, you know I'm I'm here no matter what. I ain't going anywhere. We got 133 more games to go this season. And no, I, I do not plan on coming on after every loss, and just whining and complaining and moaning and groaning about. Oh, it's not as fun as I hoped it would be. No. No, I'm, yeah, we're, we're going to turn the page. We'll start looking towards 2024, building for 2025. And I can feel a little bit more at ease turning the page because we're thankfully about to turn the calendar to May. I, I just refuse to wave a white flag in April. But now that May's here, okay. I mean, we, we might get there in the next shoot. We might get there this homestand. We might be waving that white flag. I might do it tomorrow. I'm not even on the air. I just might be sitting here waving that white flag. So when you have that mentality, when everyone's telling you this isn't an evaluation season, it's not all about wins and losses, okay. I'm not happy about it, but being 29 games in and 15 games below 500, I'm, I'm not a fool either. I'm not just going to bash my head against the wall endlessly. I can Turn the page and try and find something encouraging, something entertaining, something to talk about. So as I show up today and you you realize, okay, if this thing gets out of hand, uh, what can be, and I don't want to call it a silver lining, but what can I, Josh Fern, you're the Royals fan, you the Royals fan, what can we take solace in? Well, first and foremost, it would have been Brady Singer, but then he put forth his worst effort as a pro. So if it's not going to be Brady Singer, well, then give me one of these young hitters or one of these inexperienced big league hitters. One of the guys that are being evaluated in this evaluation season of 2023. And you look at the start.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Line really only three names of note. Bobby, Vinny, and Nick Prado. Right? Matt Catrero always says he's going to play his whole bench. So, yeah, Dozier and Fran Miel, JBJ, and Matt Duffy, they're all in there. Massey's on the bench, Isbell's on the bench, MJ Melendez started the game on the bench. All right, all right, so we really got to search to find something encouraging. Okay, Vinny Pasquantino with a rocket double in the sixth inning, he walks in the third inning, singles in the seventh, two runs single in the ninth inning. Okay, so Vinny remains your best offensive weapon. I mean, I want to say your best player, but Bobby's athleticism, despite his 0 for 5 and his rough abs today, I, I still got to acknowledge Bobby's the best player. But um, Vinny's your all, well, yeah, Vinnie's your all star right now, even even though, of course, it, it, it's it's going to be Salvador Perez. But you know, if if we're being honest, what we've seen over the first 29 games, Vinny is that guy, three for four today with a pair of runs driven in and a run scored as well. Uh, You know, Prado went one for four, but had three strikeouts. Yeah, 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 Bobby scored a run in the ninth inning, but really didn't do anything uh, spectacular. MJ Melendez with the ninth inning double. uh, Kept the Royals alive, but his big spot came in the seventh with two on and two outs. Uh, Went down looking at a fastball, rough spot for MJ Melendez. The strikeouts are way too plentiful thus far in 2023 so yeah you know you 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 search for the silver linings you you search for the reasons for uh, encouragement or or what's going to get you through the remaining 133 games and it was hard to find today ladies and gentlemen hard to find thank god for that ninth inning to make the final score look a little bit more respectable Now, the boys are still doubled up in the end. Final score, 8-4. Phone lines are open for you. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We get to your phone calls, your text messages, and we head inside that Royals clubhouse after this. Vern's Post Game Show on your
2: home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show. Here's Royals
3: insider, Josh Vernier. Royals drop the finale in, uh, in Minneapolis 8-4, the final score. They allow eight runs for the ninth time this season. Only played 29 games. Uh, it's almost uh, 30-year games you're giving up at least eight runs. That's uh, no way to turn things around. Royals off on Monday. Open up a three-game series against Baltimore on Tuesday. Ryan Yarbrough, Zach Greinke, Jordan Lyles, the three scheduled starters for Matt Cotreros, Kansas City Royals. If you missed the game, boy, I was fired up for it. Sonny Gray on one side with the best ERA in Major League Baseball. Brady Singer going for the good guys, coming off his best start of the season. Unfortunately, he turned in the worst start of his big league career uh, here in year four for Brady Singer. Now, Byron Buxton got the scoring started in the bottom of the second inning, as only he can. Buxton, talent-wise, is top 10 in the world. Uh, just has a difficult time staying healthy. Well, he's healthy. Uh, they're, they're on like a 10-game homestand, or they just wrapped up. The Twins just wrapped up a 10-game homestand. He slugged 900 for the homestand. Five doubles, five home runs, just absolute domination for Byron Buxton. Second inning, he hits a leadoff double to right center field. Um... Uh, Just strong, too, right? We always talk about his athleticism. This dude is strong. Opposite field double. He then tags up and scores, or excuse me, he then tags up, advances to third base on a bullet line drive to right field from Joey Gallo. So he doubles, tags up on a line drive that I would say 90% of big leaguers don't even attempt. So he's on third now with one out. And Nick Gordon lays down a perfect squeeze bunt, and Buxton busts it down the line to score the first run of the game. At the give, Minnesota a, a one nothing lead. But you know Brady Singer finishes off that inning with a, a strikeout looking against Willie Castro, and Singer even made a very nice play on that sack bunt by Nick Gordon. So one nothing after two innings, that's eh, fine. And, and yes, the Royals did blow a golden opportunity offensively in that second inning. Edward Olivares with a leadoff single, he steals second, advances to third on an errant throw by the catcher, but then Franmiel Reyes and Hunter Dozier go down, well, looking and swinging, and Ali is stranded at third. But still, one nothing after two. We got we got so much time left. Singer's got three strikeouts in the first two innings. Okay. Still plenty of time, and, and sure, the Royals blow another opportunity offensively in the third after a one-out double from Matt Duffy. A two-out walk to Vinnie Pasquantino. The Royals had runners on first and third with two outs, and Salvador Perez unable to come through, popping out to the second baseman. And then uh, the wheels come off. Brady Singer throws 42 pitches and records two outs in the third inning. Josh Stalmont then comes in and needs 17 pitches to record one out. In total, it's a 59-pitch third inning. Seven Minnesota runs come in to score, all seven with two outs. Brutal. Brutal. And, and, and really, the, the, the worst part about it is not even the Byron Buxton home run. That Brady Singer gave up because I can live with a a solo home run. You're not going to lose because of solo home runs, but it wasn't a solo home run. It was a three-run blast because Singer walked Max Kepler with one out and then walked Carlos Correa with two outs. Three pitches later, Byron Buxton destroys a fastball up and out of the zone. 453 feet. uh, Third deck, this bad boy. Buxton is on something different right now. No, you know, let me take that back. That's who he is if he could just stay healthy. As a matter of fact, the home run that Buxton hit, entering this season, uh, he's only connect- hit a home run on a fastball up and out of the zone three times. He's now done it twice this season. And obviously today against Brady Singer, 453 feet, he just ambushed that bad boy and destroyed it. So a three-run home run makes it 4 nothing, and then it just gets worse and uglier and you know, just awful and hard to watch. Hard to watch. Uh, seven runs on five hits in that third inning. Yeah, you got to throw in those two walks and a hit batsman. Singer hitting Joey Gallo on the sixth pitch of that at-bat. Gallo just followed balls off one after the other and then finally gets plunked on the ankle on a backdoor slider from Brady Singer that uh, yeah missed the back door and instead caught the back leg of Joey Gallo. So, and then then the game's over. I mean, we, we can say whatever we want. We can talk about the resiliency, which I'm not really into right now. You know, when, you, when you're 7-22 and, and and holding off with all your might, the Oakland Athletics for worst record in Major League Baseball, you're not going to get any participation trophy for me because you kept battling. You're paid millions of dollars to battle you know i'm not going to celebrate that uh not not this early you know m- maybe in you know a, a 100 degree day in august sure yeah i'll i'll, I'll give it up to the guys uh, not right now and, and it was freezing out there I, yeah sure it was cold it was windy all that i'm still not giving them much credit and you know the, the bullpen i don't know what to make of the bullpen uh, today you know come on yeah, they they pitched very well, no doubt. Um, but they were also down big. These aren't pressurized spots for Josh Stamont nor Amir Garrett or Carlos Hernandez or Josh Taylor. They pitched well. And listen, listen I understand when you're out there on the mound and there's 17,000 people at Target Field and there's another big leaguer in the box... You're not thinking, hey, there's no pressure on me. No, this is your job. I I I understand that. But there's a difference between a big league game, a big league inning, a big league at bat, and big league pressure. Big league pressure was not present. Now, Josh Stallman, again, pitched well. Uh, this road trip, Josh Stallman has pitched well. Four to third innings, nine strikeouts, only two hits allowed. Amir Garrett then comes in and puts together his Third five-out appearance as a member of the Kansas City Royals, his first since last May. Carlos Hernandez, his last three appearances, five and two-thirds innings, nine strikeouts, only one walk and only two hits allowed. Hasn't given up a run. So, yeah, Stallmont, Garrett, Hernandez, nice job, but that's about where the praise is going to end. Acknowledge it and and move on. I'm, I'm not making more of it than what it is do that in a big spot do that while you're protecting a one-run lead or holding on to a tie game 913-586-7610 that's our phone number it's also the text line number 913-586-7610 let's go to the text line from the 904 Vern you play to win the game if winning isn't everything why do they keep score it's all about September and October baseball yeah man I'm with you I agree That's why I've refused to turn the page in the month of April, because that is inexcusable for a professional team. I know it happens. Man, it's happened a lot here. Um, But I I, I feel like that's letting them off the hook. Maybe I'm making more out of my position. But if I come on as as a show that's supposed to be reflective of the fan base and I'm, oh, well, you know, what are you going to do? It's an evaluation season. Oh, you know, oh blah, dee, oh, blah, da. <laughs> I might be doing that in a month from now, but I can't do it in the month of April. That is, yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I agree. It's about September and October. But here we are, April 30th, uh, 15 games below 500. It's not in the cards, man. Look at this pitching staff. You really want to scare yourself? uh, Take a look at the pitching staff next year, opening day. Who's on that? Who's in that rotation? I guess we do have some good news today that came from J.J. Piccolo's pregame interview that he does each and every Sunday here on 610 Sports Radio, sitting down with Ryan LaFever, telling him that Daniel Lynch will start his rehab assignment Tuesday, pitching for the AA Northwest Arkansas Naturals. And if all goes well, he'll make another start after that and with uh, AAA. Okay, so, so maybe you get Daniel Lynch back in two weeks, three weeks. All right, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully everyone else stays healthy and he can take a spot of someone that needs their spots uh, removed. Also, JJ notes that Drew Waters will start his rehab assignment in Omaha this week. And he's got about, uh, you know, two, three weeks he can stay down there. But so long as he hits, get him up here and put him in the lineup just about every single day. But, I mean, I I say that, but I'd also, I want Massey in there and Prado and Melendez. I want all of these evaluation guys in there every single day because if we don't have that, then what... In God's green earth, do we have? I know what the texter said about September and October. That's what I wish we could still talk about, but you sound like an idiot talking about, uh, hey, Jackie in for a postseason position at seven and 22. Let's go back to the text line. 913-586-7610. Dan and KCK giving some love to Vinny Pasquantino. Yeah, Dan, he deserves it. His seventh career three-hit game, his seventh multi-hit game this year alone. Yeah, almost a quarter of his games, he has multiple hits, and Vinny's reached base multiple times in almost forty percent of his starts this season. Now he's something else. That double he hit is still ringing in the ears of Minnesota defenders. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. I mentioned Byron Buxton, who just absolutely dominated. This series and has just dominated for about a week and a half for the Minnesota Twins had this to say about his team's offense after the 8-4 victory to Bally Sports North. Uh, Yeah, you
4: know, uh, we know we didn't didn't get the job done yesterday and we just told ourselves, you know, to come out here and be a little bit more aggressive and uh, put a little bit more pressure on them. You know, that's our game. Yeah, they put
3: pressure on them all right, dropping a seven spot in the third inning.
4: The Royals
3: offensively paced by the aforementioned Vinny Pasquantino, a multi-hit day from Jackie Bradley Jr., his first as a Royal. And Edward Olivares extends his career-best hitting streak to nine games. Well, matches his career-best hitting streak at nine games. Ali with that leadoff single in the second. He also draws a leadoff walk in the eighth. Ali hitting 333 during this nine-game hitting streak with an OPS north of 1,000. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. It's also the text line number.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: 913-586-7610. We get back to your thoughts after this.
2: Vern's postgame Show on your home for Royals Baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's postgame
3: Show. Here's Royals insider, Josh Vernier. 8-4, the final score. Royals dropped the finale of this four-game series. They had a chance to earn the split. Obviously, fall short, getting doubled up by the Twinkies. Brady Singer with the worst start of his career, eight earned runs in two and two-thirds innings. Now, listen... Only twice in Singer's career. Now, keep in mind, he was there in the opener in 2020. Now, we, we, we like to think of all these guys as forever young. This is Brady's fourth year in the big leagues, and only twice in 69 starts has he given up eight earned runs. Today and two weeks ago. Starts number 66 and 69. Not good. Here's what Matt Cotrero had to say to Bally Sports Kansas City about the performance of his starting pitcher, who fell to 2-3 and three on the season. I think he just some um, mislocations over the spot of the heart of the plate, uh, especially when he was ahead in the count. And the pitch to Buxton didn't even look like that bad a pitch. He just pulled his hands in there and got the barrel on it. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. 453 feet, I'd say he got the barrel on it. Terry in Green Bay writes in, Vern, I don't think our pitchers are raiding the zone. Too many walks from our starters on this road trip. Yeah, too many walks uh, and, and too often an inability to bear down and, and make big pitches after you issue those walks. You know, Just because you issue a walk doesn't mean you can't work around it. You know, I mean, you know that. Brad Keller did a pretty good job of it yesterday. He walked how many? Five and only allowed one earned run. Uh, but Terry, yeah, yeah, I understand the point. Yeah, walk walks uh, three today from Brady Singer. Oh, that, that wouldn't be bad for a normal outing, but when you don't finish the third, yeah, three walks, way too many. And when I uh, tell you to bet the under on his walks, yeah. Yeah, not a great day for me. Uh, nice day for Jay Binkley. Jay Binkley made you some money earlier today on on the double play. 913-586-7610 from the 785. Vern, it's a good thing we don't have to worry about watching this travesty with this awful television deal. Ron in Franklin asks if he believes, or if I believe, that the Royals can win 25 games by the 4th of July. So they get 7 in April. 7 in May, 7 in, that's 21. Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll be at 25 wins. Because they're going to win more than 7 in the month of May. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. From the eight-one-six, one Vern, at this pace, the Royals will win 37 games. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's not great, no doubt. Uh, Matt Duffy reached base three times today. Duffy made his first start since Monday. Had a one-out double in the third, reached on an error in the seventh, drew a one-out walk in the ninth inning. Even though I'm never excited to see his name in the lineup, he uh, I'm glad Matt Duffy's on the team. And you know what? Let me take that back. I, I said it earlier today, I'm fine with Matt Duffy in the starting lineup. You could put him at third base over Nicky Lopez. I'm fine with that. Unfortunately for me, he was starting at second base instead of Michael Massey. And instead of Nicky Lopez at third base, it was Hunter Dozier. Dozier goes 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. And I believe two of the strikeouts were on pitches in the dirt. Uh, You guys know about the uh, Royals home run celebration, that, that gladiator helmet that they wear. Did you see the new one or hear about the new one today with the Minnesota Twins after they hit a home run? They put on like this uh, fishing tackle jacket that says on the back, land of 10,000 rakes. This whole thing has jumped the shark. None of it feels genuine. None of it feels authentic. It all just feels very, very forced and therefore very, very whack. 913 586 7610. Spectre's limo driver texting in. Aren't you busy right now? Yeah, he says, uh, Vern, is there anybody in the minor leagues worth giving a shot? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no one that's necessarily banging the door down, so you're, you're not going to hear me complain that certain call ups aren't happening, especially now that Nick Prado's here. Now, Drew Waters is is the first name that comes to mind, and as I mentioned, he's going to start a rehab assignment this week at Omaha. Uh, Daniel Lynch it's probably name number two. These are both guys that have at least done something in the big leagues. So Drew Waters, Daniel Lynch, those are the first two names to know. Uh, Mike Garcia will, uh, should debut at some point this year, the 23-year-old shortstop that will likely have to find his way did the big leagues via third base or center field? Garcia 0 for 4 today as the Storm Chasers are barely in front of the Nashville Sounds, 6 5 in the top of the seventh. Michael Garcia's OPS on the season sitting at uh, seven oh two. Uh, he has not made an error today. He has uh, seven errors this season, five of them coming at third base, which is a new position for him, but still disconcerting, especially when it seems to some that he might be the heir apparent at the hot corner. Now, if you want to look way down the road, the real heir apparent at third base maybe Caden Wallace, the second-round pick last year out of Arkansas. He hit a two-out grand slam today to put Quad Cities in front in the third. Would add another base hit a little bit later. He's now hitting 306 with an OPS of 956, uh, and this is a guy that that looks like your prototypical third baseman. He's only 21, but 510, 205, big tree trunk arms. And again, the kid's got power at 950 uh, OPS thus far through just over 70 at bats. So those those would be the two names that would jump out at me as far as, um, you know, guys that I'm following on a daily basis. Now, of course, Gavin Cross, your top prospect. He went 0 for 3 today. Uh, His OPS just a shade above 600, so... Those guys are at high A, Caden Wallace, Gavin Cross. They're still a ways away, but someone that's going to contribute this year, Drew Waters, Daniel Lynch, Michael Garcia, and, uh, yeah, I I really can't give you anybody else. There are other interesting prospects, a lot of interesting young pitching prospects down at low A and high A, but they're not going to do anything for you this year. Thanks for listening, and I'm pretty sure Speck needs you to take him somewhere. Joey in Grain Valley's thankful that April is over. Yeah, I am too, but I'm very worried about the, what the remaining five months have in store for us. Raj in the Ozarks says, Vern, that seven run inning was painful to listen to. Poor Brady is lost in the woods. Yeah, didn't just uh did not have it did not have it. What's this? Rocco Baldelli talking about the uh, the fishing vest and what he thinks about it.
4: I like the vest. It's a, it's a, it I think that's professionally done. It looks sharp and uh
3: you know, it's whack. I don't know. Useful. No. No, I don't I don't care for it. Not a fan of it. Uh, I mentioned Nick Prado one of three of the inexperienced Royals, you know, if if you're if you're still dialed into this team, you're obviously not focused on wins and losses, you're focused on the future. Prado did get a base hit. I know I mentioned the the three strikeouts and he since returning he's 6 for 12. I think you're impressed with that, happy with that. I'm just glad he's here, not wasting away at at at, at AAA. Excited to see when Drew Waters ultimately returns as the Royals offense today goes 2-for-13 with runners in scoring position. And you knew it was going to be difficult going up against a guy in Sonny Gray that in his last nine meetings with Kansas City is a perfect 9-0 and oh with a sub-2 ERA. Sonny Gray just wrapped up the first month of the season. Six starts. He hasn't given up a home run. He's got an ERA of .77 heading into the month of May. The guy is just locked in right now. Here's what he had to say to Bally Sports North.
4: I just think being aggressive, um, being aggressive, being on the attack, and um, lo- locating pitches, it being in, um, just staying on the attack, not giving in, um, but also knowing, knowing when, to, when, to, when to challenge a guy. In a certain in a certain spot knowing when to challenge a guy, but also knowing to not give in and just takes one pitch Just just to make one pitch to get soft contact or just to get this or to get that um, So I think it's a combination of, of everything being aggressive Understanding hitters understanding where their weaknesses are understanding what your strengths are and then knowing that um, You don't have to give in you can make a quality pitch in a in a count that may be in a hitter's favor just 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 make one quality pitch after another and uh, and then it just kind of, you know, it just is. Um, I think being ultra competitive with, with a runner on base, go ahead and be ultra competitive, but continue to stay on the attack. Um, I, I think it's helpful.
3: One for seven, the Royals went with runners in scoring position against the gentleman you just heard from, Sonny Gray. The lone uh, hit came from Salvador Perez in the sixth inning as Salvi now has a five-game hitting streak in which he's nine for 19. And then the run scoring, just one pitch later, Edward Olivares with an RBI ground out. But add it all up, it's still an 8-4 loss at the hands of the Minnesota Twins. It's a 3-7 and homestand, and the boys now take tomorrow off before opening up a three-game series against the Baltimore Orioles. I, I don't have Baltimore's pitching plans just yet, but I would imagine uh, that offense that they've been... Um, pounding teams with throughout this season. I would have to imagine that that offense is going to show up to Kauffman Stadium Tuesday night. I know it's a big yard and it's tough to hit home runs. I have a feeling the Orioles team that's plus 25 right now run differential, which is what fourth best in Major League Baseball. I feel like that offense is going to travel. So the Royals will counter with Ryan Yarbrough Tuesday night, 640 for the first pitch. I'll be live from Kauffman Stadium live at Kraft and Draft. With the on-deck, she'll be getting at 5.30. Zach Granke goes Wednesday night, and then Jordan Lyles in the finale on Thursday afternoon. Pack a lunch, ladies and gentlemen. Month number two comes your way starting on Tuesday night. Chris Unocero, thank you very much for the help. Kansas City, enjoy your day off. Well done with the draft as well. Talk to you Tuesday from McKay. Take care.
2: You've been listening to Vern's post-game show.
3: Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did!
2: Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up-to-date with your boys in blue. And a swing
3: and a miss! He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch.
2: On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming.